Hello, footers and gravers. Welcome to One Foot in the Podcast. With me this week is a new guest making her debut on the show. Nobody new to me. Uh, this is Nisha. Uh, Nisha and I have been keeping in contact for quite some time. Contacted me some time ago, didn't you, Nisha? I did indeed, yeah. yeah. You were very, <laughs> very complimentary of, of the podcast. So, so we kept in touch, sending random one from the grave quotes but not just one from the grave but other comedies we've got a similar interest in and uh, i did say i'd have you on the podcast you know as soon as i i could have you so by the time you got in touch i'd already had guests lined up so um here you are nearly a year on probably i don't know how long ago we first met but there you go yeah i can't remember but it it seems like a long like we've been chatting and stuff a yeah. long time but yeah <laughs> it's good it's, it's good to meet a fellow comedy fan and because you're obviously younger than than me i wouldn't tell the people people your age but it's nice knowing that there's you know a generation of fan out there one from the grave that you know we're not all 35 and over so that's pleasing roughly when did you get into one from the grave and how did you come across it well it's pretty random but i think i was about 10 it's about 10 years old 10 11 yeah. so yeah i found how i found quite a lot of sort of the old comedies that i'm into now was some old vhs tapes and they had recordings on them of just various sitcoms and things from the 90s that like relatives had recorded. I found them in the loft. And then there was an episode of Endgame on there. And I had no idea what this programme was, but I just sort of clicked, like, just clicked play and just watched it. And that was, your, was, was that the first episode you watched? That was, yeah, the first episode that I watched. And I was just transfixed by it. And obviously a lot of sort of references to like figures in the media and things were like I did I didn't know who they were and some mm. of the jokes sort of went over my head but I just remember finding the storytelling I just thought this is this is hilarious like yeah. which is weird obviously being so young or whatever of course like I watch things like cartoons and yeah. CITV and all of that but I just I just found it hilarious and it was from then really that I'd go and try and find episodes of it on gold uk tv gold or whatever yeah. and yeah it was just from there i've spoken to a few people who say they discovered a relative's uh, vhs collection in the loft and uh from there on out they loved one from the grave matt who um one of my south african listeners that's how he discovered one foot in the early 90s so if only more young people discovered you know their relatives copies of these old sitcoms you'd, we'd have you know more yeah, younger generations getting into these uh, comedies I know like Fools and Horses is the exception because that's always going to be passed down but yeah there are, most comedies don't you know especially from the 90s and before that all right okay that's a nice little bit of backstory what, what are your other favorite sitcoms what what would you say rivals one foot in the uh, grave um I think probably around the same time I discovered Men Behaving Badly and yep. that was one that has always stuck with me um absolutely fabulous um, all of these programs with loads of swearing and like rude jokes that I probably shouldn't have watched, but they yeah they shaped my childhood. Was was that the appeal, the bad language and I the? I think uh, so. I, I yeah. do remember sort of going watching episodes and then going off in the playground the next day and telling my friends and we'd like just sit in the corner laughing at all these jokes that we probably didn't even understand half of them, but it was that's hilarious. Weird, <laughs> if you can hear rain, that's obviously I'm in my conservatory, so apologies everybody. I'm hoping it dies down. Like, there's no other room in the house to use. That's not going to wake up everybody else. With uh, that's the thing, what you were saying about laughing at jokes we don't understand. Sometimes it's the influence of the um, not only the great acting because you know take Richard Wilson, he's just funny, isn't he? How he delivers his lines and the faces he makes. Yeah. Um, but the actual studio audience laughing obviously in encourages you as well, doesn't it? That's the same for most comedies, I suppose. Definitely. Well, today today's episode is just a fan discussion. Like I said, we're not discussing an episode specific, but I will be re revisiting maybe the first two series with some other guests who put their name down some time ago. I've decided the first two series because I spoke about those on my own. I wouldn't mind uh, going through them again. Pick them with a fine tooth comb. Is that the same? Fine. It is, yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I, when I, I have listened to them back, and you can't help but cringe if it's your own. First of all, it's your own voice. Maybe I've got a couple of things wrong, or I missed out some obvious stuff. So it might be a good opportunity and a good reason to dwell over One Foot in the Grave once again. One of the things I was going to ask you. First of all, when when did you last watch One Foot in the Grave? Would you say? Um, I don't know. I feel like I watch it. A lot. I have been re-watching it recently, not 
in order just odd episodes here and there but i'd say i probably re-watch all of it start to finish once a year end games you say is your, is your favorite episode or favorite special or the same thing i think it's probably got to be my favorite episode just because that's where it started for me it's quite a deep episode to get in isn't it yeah Endgame, that's quite a lot a lot happens in that coming up later then so a couple more generic questions to ask you about one foot but i think we'll, we'll do a, a quick fire round which is a set of questions i've got meaningless questions but ideally you answer as quick as you can you can think oh, about no. it but <laughs> it's not timed and there's not really any context to the questions which you'll see in a minute and there's some more poignant type questions as well and then we'll do a game of one foot in the desert island later well, have you have you ever listened to desert island discs or know the understand the I've premise heard of that a bit. we'll finish off with a little quiz maybe at the end which will cover series four series four your you, you were saying the other day is probably your favorite series i think it's probably a draw between four and five four was the first series that i had on okay. dvd so that was like the first full series that yeah. i'd watched um but yeah, I think four and five are probably up there as, yeah, my favourite. All right, well, I've done the quiz based on series four and Endgame. Nice. So there's probably, I've tried to make it as even as I can across the whole of series four. So it might be a question or two from each. Ten questions. Did you write me a quiz? By I chance? did. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> no pressure on the, on the host then to get all these right. Um, okay. Well, before we get into that, are you aware that there's um, possibly going to be a one foot in the grave stage play? I had heard that it was potentially in the works, but I don't know that much about I mean, it. I say potentially. I think David Remick's played it down because of the logistics side of it and, you know, getting it over the line. But would you watch it if it was, um, you know, if it was touring across the England? or Definitely. I remember before when it, Richard Wilson was going to come back and do, was it at the Edinburgh Fringe? He was going to do the one yeah, on the I trial. And I think... When they said about that, I think it was quite a few years ago, but I said I would have loved to have gone. Like, I don't know, I don't know how the logistics of that would have worked because I think I wouldn't have been old enough to go sort of by myself and I didn't really have anyone that I think would want to go with me. But I was like, I will find a way. But then it got cancelled, yeah. obviously. Is it around... I'm sure it was around 2015, 2016, I'm sure. I remember reading about it years before that but yeah he obviously he had a fall didn't he a heart attack yeah. above his head and that was that but yeah he's played at um sheffield crucible which i think he's a patron of and okay. uh, yeah i'm so jealous of the uh, fans who got to see him do his one-man show there yeah you never know but you know I, th- I think he probably would say that it's not something that he'd be able to do anymore but i don't know yeah. i mean it's the trial isn't it so it's just literally him doing all the lines all the acting so mm. I don't think you could convince Annette to come across and do another episode, but uh, no. I'd be open to a radio play, which I know they you know, did three or four episodes in the 90s, but I don't know. I don't think David <laughs> Renwick's so keen. No. By the way, what was your thoughts on the... I asked most fans this. What, what were your f- thoughts on the um, the finale and you know how the story was told and the very ending? So, yeah, the ending, I think... Again, I watched it at a weird time because... I didn't watch all of the series in order. I had like a DVD of the best of One Foot in the Grave episodes and it had six episodes on there from across the series. And the last one was Things Aren't Simple Anymore. And I watched it and I was like, oh, because <laughs> was, obviously I was a child at the time and I was like, oh, does that, does that mean it's it's finished forever? I was a bit like, oh, <laughs> especially the way it starts with um margaret on the phone and you think yeah sort of everything's normal he's she's on the phone but it's like a football boot and you're like oh what's he been up to now and then it's like oh my husband's been dead and i'm like sorry what <laughs> yeah, it hits you for six Did, were you aware that victor was going to be killed off before you watched series six no oh so that was a massive shock for you yeah no i wasn't i wasn't aware because i know at the time it aired it was quite big in the newspapers because it got leaked i believe which i think would have been absolutely horrendous for david renwick like i think as a creative person that would be horrible i mean yeah he said he told me how fuming he was and he was he rang the editor of the express and yeah yeah he, he was understandably really angry but i was saying to him if that was now i mean that would have spread like wildfire but i think in the year 2000 
only so many people would have, would have brought the Daily Express. Obviously, internet was it was around, but nothing like it is today. So yeah. Hello, it's just me from the editing suite. I realised Nisha and I were referring to the leaked memo into the press about how Victor dies, as opposed to Victor dies. So I just wanted to clear that up. I think I might have heard that he was going to be killed off, but that final series, it just hits you. That final, sorry, the final episode, it does hit you, doesn't it? Like you're saying, when Margaret just says, my, since my husband's been dead for three months, you just go, you've got to try yeah. and process, haven't you? It's just like, ah. It's just you just don't expect it. You expect it to be played out chronologically. Yeah. Really difficult. Series four and five is tied for you for being your favourite series. What would you say is the so-called so. weakest? I don't know. Um, that's the thing. I know a lot of people seem to sort of not really like series one as much because obviously it was the first series of show it was finding its feet it was starting out and it's a different setting for the rest of the series obviously when they had the new house from the beginning of series two but I still think sit like I, I wouldn't say series one is weak because it still has all those shocking moments like the frozen cat and things that caused a lot of issues and there were moments from that that my parents like remember they weren't I don't think they were like massive massive fans of the show but they but they did sort of remember bits like that and the bit with the bees as well yeah yeah I think it's series one and six is probably what most people would say but uh series one of anything is quite often not as strong because it hasn't had a chance to yeah find its feet is it okay well let's do a quick fire round then okay here we go Victor or <laughs> Margaret Victor Patrick or Pippa Patrick. Well, these are quick answers. Uh, Mrs. Warboys or Mr. Swaney? Mr. Swaney. Mr. Swaney. I love him. What in the name of sanity or what in the name of bloody hell? What in the name of bloody hell? Anchovy and pineapple or ham and margarita? Anchovy and pineapple. Oh. <laughs> Christ, what's, wrong, what's wrong with some people who choose that? <laughs> uh, each to their own. I'd, I'd try it. <laughs> you try it. So it's not something you'd have regularly then on your no, pizza? No, okay. I'd try it, but Victor that's it. <laughs> N- Nippy the taxidermy dog or Nicky the absconding cockatiel? Uh, Nicky. Nicky the absconding cockatiel, yeah. As long as Nicky's not got a bad tummy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kazanzi the crazed gardener or Mr Gleason the river littering thug? Mr Gleason. <laughs> Mr Gleason. So Mr. Funny. Gleason. Okay. Katie the Cleaner or Petra Marie? Katie the Cleaner. Victor Meldrew or Alfred Meldrew? Victor Meldrew. Even though he was quite mean to uh, poor yeah. Alfred. Okay. <laughs> Although that is quite a sad that is quite sad the ending of that episode. <laughs> you'll you'll know where uh, you've seen Alfred Alfred Meldrew before. Yes. Where have you seen him before? Men behaving badly. Yeah. yeah. Um, Beast in the Cage or The Trial? The Trial. Uh, Wisdom of the Witch ending or Things Aren't Simple Anymore ending? Things Aren't Simple Anymore ending. Yeah. Wisdom was supposedly going to be the last one, wasn't it? But yeah. That's why I thought I'd ask it. Okay. Um, Wingate Drive or Riverbank? Riverbank. Those, those are the last of the sort of, you know gentle fluffy questions oh no. those are very quick responses um <laughs> simon the other week he was uh really had to ponder his answers which there's no right or wrong way to answer these you obviously yeah. were able to straight away i feel like i want to pick your brains on why you gave certain answers but they your answers are not are not there to change them but maybe with victor meldrew alfred why did you choose uh, victor i think it sounds um really bad given how like how much he complains and stuff but he's he's relate he's more relatable to me yeah that's fair enough <laughs> yeah. um so what's what's mr swaney got over mrs Warboys? see that was a difficult one but i think just some of the some of the lines he comes out with that i feel are sort of underrated like yeah and um i think it was in one of the episodes when he's in the cafe with victor um, I think it's Secret of the Seven Sorcerers. And yeah. he's like, oh, I've got to go. I've got to take Auntie Sis down to rodent control. And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> that, some, some of these one-liners from Mr. Swaney. It's just incredible, isn't it? Yeah, amazing. <laughs> okay, well, there's a, there's a few 
sort of more poignant, deeper, um, sort of would you rather. And you can take as much of the time as you like. Um, okay. I should have said that from the beginning, really. You didn't need to rush. Mr. Swadey and Mrs. Meldrew's chat in Dawn of Man. Mm-hmm. Or Mr. Foskett finding out his wife and kids have left him. Mm. These can be these can be discussion points, you know, if you need uh, my input or you just want to go over something or that's fine. But yeah, you might have an answer straight away. I think probably the chat in the car because yeah. it's obviously what happened to Mr. Foskett was horrible. Mm. But the chat in the dawn of man is obviously these are characters that you've sort of seen throughout series and they've stayed with you and you know you feel like you know them more yeah. and it's just it was a really big like sort of moment i think of turning point for nick's character and sort of like him yeah looking at himself it's like it's a lot to take in <laughs> i suppose mr foskett has already had a chance to live life He's that much older and he's had a wife and kids, but Mr. Sweeney's not had that, has he? He's just had his no. mum. So I suppose you've got to take that into account, haven't you? Yeah. So I do hope Mr. Sweeney met someone, though, from the year 2000 onwards. I haven't finished the uh, the book yet, and I don't know if there's any newer material, but I would like to think he's uh, met someone. It's a shame he's too yeah. much older than Margaret. I mean, age is only a number, but, <laughs> you know, in a, in, a diff- yeah. in, a, in a parallel universe, you might find him hooking up with Margaret, but the... <laughs> The age gap's a bit much, isn't it? <laughs> He'd probably try and look after her, sort of like replace her as like a mother That's figure, true. I'd imagine. Yes, yeah. Well, best Mr. Sweeney. Okay. Um, another Mr. Sweeney one. Mr. Sweeney finding out Tanya has a boyfriend Ooh. or Victor ripping up his comedy script? I think Victor ripping up his comedy script. Why is that? I think that hit me right in the feelings when I watched that. <laughs> Did it? You're you're yeah. a creative, aren't you? You do drama. Yeah, I teach film and TV That's to it, children at a yeah, like a Saturday yeah. drama club thing. So I think for sort of like it's, I feel like Victor is sort of quite creative and artistic. So obviously he's done his magic and he likes to think he can do some DIY on cuddly toys, and like he's he's sort of found something that he thinks actually this this is something positive that I can spend my time doing instead of you know sitting complaining about things and then he shares it like some he shares something so personal with margaret and then for her to make sort of that little throwaway comment it, it really affected him i feel and that's why he ripped it up and it's just it's sad i wonder if, if margaret was uh thinking that victor thought quite a lot of his scripts in maybe from her point of view he was borderline arrogant about it i'm not saying he was but i just try to remember snippets of that episode where he wouldn't show it to her he'd laugh to himself in bed reading it and she obviously it was obviously building up in her mind that is something quite hilarious and she just wasn't thinking she was having a, a bad day or whatever and just let out that you know mean comment which yeah. in turn victor rips it up but yeah that is quite sad isn't it it's it uh, is. He rips it up in record time and you don't hear it, do you? It's I know. <laughs> quite a few seconds in between uh, that comment and that happening. Okay, the death of Albert in Who Will Buy? He's the blind guy. Yeah. Or the death of Mildred? I don't know. Both are quite horrible <laughs> to, if you like really think about it. But I think maybe Mildred because okay. that... I why don't know why how... would you uh, opt for that, that I choice? Don't, I don't know how sort of how much sort of things like death by suicide and things were portrayed back at the time of airing um and the fact that she was portrayed as sort of this sort of excessively happy sort of character um and then for her to go and do that sort of seemingly uncharacteristically from the Meldrews point of view and obviously I know earlier in that episode Margaret said that she's going through a funny patch or whatever and it's like you wouldn't I don't think you'd really expect it to be that that's a good point it was quite ahead of the times wasn't it as a storyline yeah. you know she we presume that uh I don't know would do you think Ronnie was aware of this uh, poor mental health not that he would have read it as that but do you think you mean she would have um you know shared her torment with her feelings throughout the years or again it's one of these things we do we don't know it's 
speculation. But do you think she would have shared that kind of thing with him? Do you think she would have said, I feel really low and I've just had a bad time? Or do you think she would have bottled it up? Not sure. I mean, they obviously they were close sort of as a couple to the point of having a photo of the two of them on their toilet seat. Um, <laughs> so you, I, think, I guess you'd like to think that she would, but then would she, again, because of the times or whatever, not really want to share that? I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a fair point. It is, it's, it's a difficult one, I purposely put that, you know, those two options because an old chap on his own, blind, you know, his yeah. family don't actually write to him, but he thinks they do. Margaret yeah. plays a blinder in that one, doesn't she? She She's, does. Uh, quite, she goes above and beyond. I see a funny moment in that episode is where it's pitch black and he thinks he switched the light on and he just says, oh, there we are. And <laughs> Margaret's still too polite to... Does she, does she say it's not working or she just run with it i can't remember now i think she probably ran with it yeah yeah uh, she's apart from the script ripping up she's um yeah. largely a good person isn't she <laughs> uh, okay this is the last one of the poignant moment questions uh, the care home residents finding justice or little adam being re- reunited with his apparent dead dad oh that is a difficult one well, i don't it's very know tricky. That is a really difficult you either, one. You either go with the uh, elderly abused, which is hideous. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's no words to describe that. Or you go with a young lad who, well, a young boy who thought he wasn't going to see out Christmas with his own dad or for the rest of his life. Obviously, they both have good endings, though, don't they? I mean, yeah. you know, his dad comes back and the elderly are obviously rescued and presumably taken to uh, another care home facility whilst the actual care workers are um, scarecrowed in another field. <laughs> what do you think would have happened to those care workers? Do you think that they would have been found in good time? Do you think they would have uh, starved to death? What do you reckon would have happened to them? No, I mean, you would have thought they'd be found, but then given how much of that episode showed how isolated it was out there, I'm not sure. But yeah, I think that probably would be the one i'd have to go with is yeah hearts of darkness because that was just you just see obviously how graphic it was again causing more um (laughs) complaints and things but i think it's like it 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 was really well done that episode and i agree yeah. yeah i quite agree all right well the next this is a new feature it's not an original idea but i've adapted it for the podcast and for one from the grave so are you familiar with Desert Island Discs, the long-standing radio series. The premise is you're stranded on a desert island and there's only so many goodies you can bring with you. And uh, in the actual radio program, obviously they're choosing their favourite songs as well to take with them. Yeah. But obviously I'm trying to adapt it so it's one thing the grave related, so it's going to be a little bit slightly different. characters do you take with you who, who are you living with you can you can pick any of the outside characters the one-offs you know any of the uncles or aunties cousins or one of the, ma- the main uh, characters who do you think would be an ideal partner on that island to uh, live with oh that is a good question i'm trying to think now who who wouldn't drive me mad um <laughs> I'd, I'd probably have katie the cleaner <laughs> yeah that's a, that's <laughs> a good shout <laughs> Does yeah, Petra no, and Marie no. count? I don't know. but uh, They come as a pair, so, you know, maybe. <laughs> I don't know who else would be handy to help survive. Yeah. I mean, Nick Swainy's a, a Boy Scout, so maybe he's got well, some good yeah. survival skills. Yeah. I don't give know. Him, give him some stoked dung and a prit stick. He'd, he'd find a way, wouldn't he, to, <laughs> how would, to survive? How would, what would Mr. Foster be like? Would he be forever depressed or would he... His upbeat positivity keep you going? Would that be annoying? No, that's the thing. I think with with like him or with Nick probably with his like excessive <laughs> positive outlook on life. I don't I don't think that would that would work with me. I don't I, I don't know, it probably would have to be one of the like lesser known or like one off characters, but I can't think I'm just hey. trying to help you now think of those one offs. Mrs. Skimpson Jeffrey Croker, which is Pippa's brother. Mm. 
Got Tom Croker, Dad. These are just coming to me as I speak. Um, the Kendrick brothers. <laughs> oh my! They come as a pair. They're going to play pranks on you on that island. You know, they can one of them's build me pretend, a raft. <laughs> yeah, one of them's going to pretend to be drowned or bitten oh. by a crocodile or something. Oh. I mean, yeah. I mean, would Victor necessarily be the ideal partner? I, I, I don't, I don't know. No. You've got to give me an answer though, Nisha. That's all I, I know. know. Um, I'm trying to think. What, what about um, Hugo in One Foot in the Algar, the boxer? Actually, yeah. That might be a good shout because I don't know what what creatures you might find on a desert island, but he can fight them off. He can fight them off. <laughs> and he's a good-looking bloke. He's strong. He'd fend off anything. Good. Well, I'll take I'll that go, as an I'll answer. Go, yeah. You can change it any time, but let's take Hugo. Okay. <laughs> Subsequently to that, then, which episode, that one single episode, would you take? So just by chance, you've got a little portable television and a DVD player. There's only got one episode on it. It's the only episode you'll ever get to watch. Which one are you taking? I think it probably would have to be Endgame. Endgame, yeah. okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, some people might take an upbeat episode, which yeah. it sort of is, but what what upbeat episodes are there of one for? I can't remember. One's <laughs> in the grave to a certain extent, but that's also dark. You can't really win, can you? But, but that's okay, that's a fair point. That's the first one you became accustomed to in your one viewing career. But then in that episode, you don't get Mrs. Warboys. She's not in there, no. She's just that's right. on the phone, but you don't actually hear uh, her. So, yeah, she's not in that one. And obviously, you don't have Patrick and Pippa. You've got the McVitties. But, yeah, I don't uh, know. I think in Starbound, they're all in the... I think that's scene, aren't they? when they're looking at the hit, um, Mr. Sweeney's front lawn. Yeah. Oh, uh, do you see Angus? Yeah, you do see Angus, not Angus, um, Patrick and Pippa, when they're invited over for tea, but they think they think they're going to Victor's for, for tea, but Victor Mouse yeah. Can it, yeah. But they're never quite in the same scene. At the top of my head, I think their very first appearance, Nick Sweeney and Pippa, are in the same scene at the theatre production at the um, talent show. Has Mr. Sweeney and Patrick ever conversed in conversation or even a hello or stood in the same room? I don't think they have. I can't off the top of my head think of any time you would have seen them. I'm really trying to... I can't think. No. And that goes for Mrs. Warboys and Mr. Sweeney. No, sorry, Mrs. Warboys and Patrick as well. No, I I can't. The episode, I think it's the Sent Into the Maelstrom. Is that where... Mr. Sweeney breaks his back or hurts his back. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Mrs. Warboy speaks to him then and, and says, oh, what's it, what was he, dead? And she calls her chiropractor. <laughs> yeah. And I can't recall the trend just being in that episode or in that scene. I, I don't know. It's a bit of a... I suppose if you live either side of a neighbour, you probably don't ever interact. There's probably no reason for Mr. Sweeney to speak to her, even though you're literally one house away. Yeah, that's... The, I don't if know. you think of it like that, it's... In this yeah. in this uh, day and age, I feel like neighbourhood communities aren't as close, and you won't find people just sharing a cup of tea or yeah, I mean, go around your house or borrow some sugar. You might directly the next door, but I don't think I go to the one but next. So I might say hello, but I have no reason to. Whereas the girl next door and her her son, for example, will say hello and have a little bit of small talk. But yeah, so, it's, it's different. Yeah. I think I'm lucky in that we live sort of in a terraced house and it's a row of four and we all talk and over lockdown quite a lot we'd sit in our gardens and sort of like talk over the fences and things and we yeah. do sort of do like birthday and Christmas presents and stuff along cool. the row which is nice but it is it does seem to be a rare thing yeah that is a rare thing that's probably a bit costly as well you got to get it for three of the houses <laughs> <laughs> um okay next question so obviously you need to eat on the island and I'm sure you're got great survival skills but i'm going to let you have a luxury plate of food which, which will just appear daily for you to eat but it's got to be food as mentioned in the show and i come up with some examples just to get your um, mind going for well refreshing your memory should i say <laughs> for all the things so so there's the pineapple anchovy pizza the spaghetti vongoli the lobster curry the fish finger and chips Sorry, no, the, the cotton chips with the finger in, but the finger oh. is always going to be there. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> That's just going to appear. Um, quote, unquote, one of Victor's specials. Wow. He says one episode, one of my specials. Yeah. Nice piece of gurnet. Um, 
What else was there? What, it's there's... not going to be anything from that Chinese with the nothing from moving the rice. <laughs> okay, not a bob, not um, a bob, a big whopper with cheese like he found found in his back garden or a tin of pilchards. No black pudding. No black pudding. No. What do you think um, you're gonna? I think I would probably have to go. Um, it's not. I kind of is verbally mentioned, but in the man who blew away when Margaret's put in on this spread for Mr. Foskett and his uh, not, not sons. Um, and he's like, "Have you got any more jam tarts?" So I'm going to take that as it's it's jam been mentioned. Or the whole spread the whole if that counts. I, I mean. Yeah, that's probably um, a legal loophole into that question. You're allowed to because that was. Um, that's probably the one episode where that food looked lush. It was just a whole buffet of hot yeah. food and cold food. And just hearing them clear their plates just sounded like they had a, a really nice... Yeah. Margaret went to town, didn't she? To, she did. The they she had did. like three or four hours sleep because of the singing policeman the night before. <laughs> and uh, Mr. Foskett turns up first thing. So she's probably cooking throughout the day. So, yeah, yeah great, great hostess, actually. She was probably just hiding in the kitchen to get away from the conversation She's that's like, oh, a very I'll good po- that's a valid point three course that's, meal <laughs> that's a very valid point yeah because mr foster was just verbal diarying his way through that um yeah afternoon wasn't he okay yeah. well if i was uh if i was feeling a bit classier i might say that actually i'd have the bubble and squeak with the um very oh. expensive wine poured in it <laughs> that's a chardonnay merceau 1924 whatever it was yeah yeah well, actually, I was going to ask you then, so which drink do you take? Also, this By magic, as if a genie was presented to you every every day with a drink. Just it's a glass, not, not a bottle. It's not going to be Polish sherry. It's not going to be Polish sherry. It's not going to be spicy coffee. <laughs> what what uh, drink are you having? Um, I mean, how many drinks are mentioned? Probably uh, hardly ever, but... You know. it, wouldn't, it wouldn't be the brandy. I'm not a brandy drinker. Okay. All right. Um... I don't know. Probably would have to be really boring and be a cup of tea. Cup of tea, yeah. yeah. Plenty of cup of teas. Uh, was there ever a cup of tea with something mixed in it? Like? Don't think there was. You wouldn't have a, a cup of hot water with burnt toilet roll pieces <laughs> like Victor did in um, the man. In, was it the man in the long black coat where he thought it was the ashes? I... Oh yeah, no, it's not. It's not going to yeah. be. <laughs> okay, so you so you're taking Hugo, and yeah. you're taking. Yeah, you're going to watch Endgame every day if you wanted to. <laughs> uh, your the food you're going to have is I've already forgotten. The spread from uh, oh, the, the man who the, away. the buffet spread. Okay, <laughs> yeah, and you're taking a cup of tea. Yeah. This is the final question now. Which character do you feed to the sharks? Which character do I feed to the sharks? Um. You're allowed to be a bit evil. See, there's quite a few I'd feed to the sharks. I'd feed the uh, the woman who runs the elderly care home to the sharks. Yeah. Um, I would feed the hairy gardener to the sharks because he's he's just a full on creep. <laughs> yeah. Um. What well, when yeah. he was balancing the uh, chainsaw in front of the schoolgirls? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. That was a bit of a strange one, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, there's also the IT salesman and oh, guys that, you know, the <laughs> bendy dinosaurs guy. I mean, they're probably yeah. they're not as bad, are they? Like, you've got the, the thug who chucks the swan in the river and the litter. Yeah. Very nice was he. But, yeah. what you So, what are you going, are you going with the, the carers, collectively the carers in Hearts of Darkness? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Feed them Sound onto the choice. sharks. That's a sound choice. Well done. Okay. <laughs> well, I hope you see out your time on the island with as much fun as you can possibly get from that. <laughs> Are you ready for a quiz? Now we've 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 got how many questions have you got? Um, I had ten, but one of them you've already sort of answered, so I might get rid of that one. <laughs> I agree. Well, I might have forgotten it, and I, my memory's rubbish, short-term memory. So uh, I think you'll probably get it, but it's fine. Okay. So yeah, we've, I'll keep it in then. We've, I, I had we've a feeling that. actually earlier that. I might have answered a question, potential question. It just came to me earlier, but I can't remember what that was. So, oh, okay. <laughs> can you hear the rain still? It's hammering it down. A bit, yeah. Okay, I'm really sorry about this. And no, listeners. that's okay. Okay. All right, well, would you like to read me the questions first? Okay. So, how, how are we going to do this as a format? Are you going to 
mark down what I get and tell me at the end, or are you going to say if I got them right or not as we go? Um, oh, I don't mind. It's up to you. <laughs> uh, why don't we, if you read out the questions and I'll answer them. Yeah. And you tell me, don't tell me, just write down what I privately, if I got them right or wrong. Yeah. And I'll do the same for you. Then at the end, we'll go through the answers. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So, yeah. Far away. All right. I'm nervous um, now. Oh, don't be. <laughs> I'm sure you'll be fine. Um, and I'm sorry if they're rubbish questions. <laughs> no, don't be. Mine could be rubbish. But there's no rubbish question. It's just, if they're easy, that's good for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, number one, what food item did Victor throw out of the window in rearranging the dust? Oh, it's it's something along the lines of a cream bun, but I can't remember. Have I got to get the actual? Is there like is it a branded or is it just for uh, example Chelsea bun? Uh, it's like not. That. It's not branded. Okay. Um, I think it's a like a, I want to say like a cream Danish or something. Okay. Okay. Um, next one. What type of chocolate was Victor offered in The Man in the Long Black Coat? What type of chocolate was he offered in The Man in the Long Black Coat? I can't even remember being offered chocolate. <laughs> it was, uh, it was a surreal, surreal moment. <laughs> surreal or, or a real moment? Surreal. A surreal moment. It was very weird. Yeah. To say, but, um, oh God. What chocolate was he offered? Like, Man in the Long Black Coat is my least favourite special. Okay. So I'm already giving you excuses why I might get it wrong. No, that's fine. Let alone even give you an answer. What chocolate was he offered? Surreal moment. I can't even think. Oh, no, I do know. It's just come to me. Of course it's come to me. It's Eric Idle, isn't it? He says, uh, have a something. And I can't remember what it is. <laughs> oh, um, I'm not accepting something as an no, answer. Um, <laughs> have a... Oh, no, have a... Okay, I'm going to Mars Bar. Okay. Uh, Good three. question, Matt. Thank you. Um, what wedding gift does Margaret buy for Meg in Monday morning will be fine? Salad tongs. Another good question. That was very quick. <laughs> it's a good question if I get it right, yeah. Um, number four, what song does Victor sing as he rides around on a lawnmower in Starbound? A Bob Dylan number, hey Mr. Tambourine Man. Yeah. Uh, you gonna sing it for us? You gonna you gonna sing it for us on the podcast? Absolutely, Absolutely not. not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five. You have to complete the quote. Okay, so it's let's all go out for a nice day in the country. Start off on the A143 and end up on the set of. Oh, I can rem- I can remember that quote as such in, in the mo- in the actual scene. End up on the set of you know it's just I I basically don't know. That's fine. The set of can you read that quote out again for me, please? So, let's all go out for a nice day in the country. Start off on the A143 and end up on the set of. I was going to ask you to read it in the style of Victor Meldry, but I won't do. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I know, um, but it's on the tip of my tongue. On the set of Planet of the Apes? Oh, you're not going to tell me, are you? It's Planet of the Apes. I can't I'm not going to tell you. Or, yeah, or Grillers in the Mist. I think it's Grillers in the Mist. Hopefully. Okay. Another good question, if I get it right. Also, I'm hoping, like, I have... I think I double checked all of them. I'm hoping I've actually got the right answers from my point of view as well. well that's that what I'm, I'm like. I, I, <laughs> I'm doubting myself now. The, unless we're 100% sure, the, the quiz master, Master S, his decision is final. Okay, okay so yeah, um, that's fine. Uh, the next one can you name the actor who played a plumber in series one? And then returned in series five to play the McKendrick brothers. I know that answer. That's Christopher Ryan. Um, right. Th- this one isn't a very nice question, and I'm really sorry. <laughs> Is it like who's the worst podcaster ever? No. On the sitcom? <laughs> okay. Um, can you name the first episode of each series? Oh my god, it's mean. I know. 
<laughs> series one, alive and buried. Very good question, though. Thank I hope you. I get, I hope I get six points. Um, for each, a point for each answer. Yeah. yeah, Live and Buried Series 1. Series 2 in, in Luton Airport. No one can hear you scream. Series 3. This is where I'm going to slip up. Um, 3, 4, and... Series 5 is The Man Who Blew Away. I'll come back to 3, three and 4 in a moment. Series 6 is... Uh, I know the episode is where Patrick goes to the therapy class and I just can't think of it it's, it's got a similar sounding name to like to the exterminating angel in series 5 but it's not that and I can't think of it series 3 uh, Jesus um, oh god I'll have to guess but Luton Airport on the screen. Two. I'm quite confident on one and two and five. Three, four, and six. Six, I, I know what happens, but I can't think of the yeah. name off the top of my head. I'm not going to waste any more time. I'll just go with those three answers. Okay. Three or six. If, it, if, it, if something comes back to me, hopefully I, there's enough time to tell you. That's fine. Um, question eight you have to complete the quote again. And the quote is Finland, that car couldn't get to Finchley. Okay. Uh, number nine, what's the name of Mrs. Warboy's pet cockatiel? Nikki. <laughs> no, when, I, um, when I came up with the quick fire questions, I couldn't remember. I wanted that question about her, her pet, but I couldn't remember the name. I had to, I had to look at as well. It was quicker for me to look up the script online than actually play the episode, but yeah, yeah I couldn't remember. So luckily, I unintentionally did some homework for that question. That's a really good quiz, actually. Oh, there is one more. Oh, is there one more? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so number 10. What horrible piece of decor, if that's how you say it, I don't know how you say that word, does Victor bring back from his holiday in warm champagne? I think it's a, is it a pig's head, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's it. <laughs> cool. That was a very good quiz. Thanks. Okay, right, here's your questions. Question one, so ten questions. Uh, what is the reason Kazanzi the Gardener is carrying out some landscape gardening work for the Meldrews? Oh, uh, I want to say it's something to do with tree in Patrick and Pippa's garden is like doing something to the soil I feel <laughs> yeah that's not really a proper answer but well it's, it's it doesn't it's not really like a, a binary answer is it it's going to be a, a sentenced answer and that's you've, an, you've answered you've answered it I can't tell if it's right or wrong but okay <laughs> I'm very I'm lenient don't worry if it's not exactly <laughs> um, okay question two in descent into the maelstrom, Margaret becomes unwell and suddenly faints. What did the doctor diagnose this as? Not a coronary. I know it was from stress for the last like thirty-five years. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I think you're right. It was the, that that was mentioned, but. Uh... Victor actually, I'm giving a, a bit of a clue, a bit of help, but he, he mentioned it on the telephone to his cousin. Yeah. Not really a clue, but it, it comes from Victor, and it's definitely a, apparently a doctor's um, diagnosis. I'll have to, I might have to go back to that one if that's okay. Come back to it, okay. <laughs> Question three Whereabouts did Victor take the caravan in Endgame? Whereabouts did he take the caravan? Take it to Dorset. Is that your final answer? I think so. Okay. <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. It's put on the spot. It's always difficult, isn't it? It is. And you may be right, by the way. I'm not saying you're wrong. Um, question four. <laughs> what was the name of the elderly chap who suffered a heart attack in Secret of the Seven Sorcerers? Uh, Mr. Henstridge. Straight away with that answer. Seem confident with that one. <laughs> OK. 
could be wrong still. Confidently wrong. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Question five. What is Victor listening to in Secret of the Seven Sorcerers? Uh, the Monty Python sketch. The spam sketch. I think. I don't know the actual name of it, but... Question six. What is the name of the van of the man who made a pain in the ass pub sign? So on the van there's a company name. What was what is that name? I know it's some letters. I wanna say LJ something. I don't know. We'll just go with those letters for now. Okay. I can't. I'm not sure. Okay, no, no problem. <laughs> Question seven: How many grapes does Victor claim there to have been before they left for their holiday in warm champagne? These are some very difficult questions. <laughs> I know how much of a fan you are, so I thought I can't make these too easy. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with twenty-seven. Okay. Question eight. I just reading the questions out of my head before I read them out to you because just in case I made an, an error. What is the heading on the front page of the Psychic News newspaper Mr. Sweeney lends to Victor in Endgame? Uh, I want to say it's something like Horror Home on Wheels heads south. <laughs> if that's Horror point. Home on Wheels heads south, yeah. I think so. Okay. Final answer? Yeah, why not? Yeah, I, I just want every, to have every chance. To go, we can go back through these, that's absolutely fine. Thank um, you. Question nine. What was the time of Margaret's death, which was when Victor had dreamt of her in Endgame? Um, that is a good question. Um, I've got this wrong quite a few times. I, I always quote a certain time and I, I'm always wrong. Don't mean to be, it just stuck with me at a certain time. Yeah, I want to say... 10.27? Okay. 10.27. Maybe. Yeah. Okay, and question 10, the final question. How many bathrooms are in the big house in Hearts of Darkness? How many bathrooms are in the big house in Hearts of Darkness? I'm going to have to just guess with this one I think it's not the most fun question but I'm <laughs> racking my brains earlier what can I ask uh, I want to say eight okay hey that's the end of the quiz for you should we go through the answers for me so I should yeah. go sorry I'm, you want you passed question two do you want another chance so your question two, in Descent into the Maelstrom, Margaret becomes unwell and suddenly faints. What did the doctor diagnose this as? I don't know if that's even the right term, but I want to say something like exhaustion or nervous exhaustion. I think because it wasn't like okay. a serious yeah, no medical. Yeah. All yeah. right. Okay. So I'll give you the, I'll let you decide. Would you like to go through your answers or my answers? As in um, your quiz or my quiz answers? You go through mine. I'll get it, get it over and done with. As in, as in. <laughs> my answers. Your answers you gave just now? Yeah. Okay, so question one. What is the reason Kazanzi the gardener is carrying out some landscape gardening? I had it as Patrick and Pippa Trench's tree roots of overgrowing and spreading into Victor's, under Victor's lawn. Uh, you said a tree in... Patrick Pippa's garden is doing something to the soil. <laughs> I'm going to get that is still technically right because it's sucking up all the moisture or something. So yeah. I'm going to say correct. Thank you. <laughs> one out of one. Number two. So in descending to the maelstrom, Margaret becomes unwell and suddenly faints. What did the doctor diagnose this as? After much deliberation by you, you got it right. Nervous exhaustion. Oh, <laughs> so nice. well done to you. That's good. Two up two. Question three was whereabouts did Victor take the caravan? Your answer was Dorset. Uh, the actual answer was Beachy Head, oh. which is Eastbourne, I believe. Oh, okay. Okay, so yeah, you're sort of on the right levels in the respect is that south coast bit, but just much further along. Okay, but never mind. Question four What was the name of the elderly chap who suffered a heart attack in Secret of the Seven Sorcerers? Mr. Henstridge is correct. 
I think you're quite confident about that one. What was Victor listening to in that same episode? It was Monty Python's spam sketch. It's one of those ones that isn't actually confirmed. It's just he's saying spam, spam, spam. Yeah. And it's, like, it's obvious what that is, unless uh, David Renwick says otherwise. I'll go with that. <laughs> Question six. What is the name of the van of the man who made a pain in the ass pub sign? So your answer was LJ. You're very, <laughs> you're, you're, no, you're unlucky because it is JL <laughs> Mowbray in sign specialists oh okay uh, that's that's bad luck i mean that is letters the wrong way around and the rest of it so yeah that's that's bad luck um, i wouldn't have got it i would not have got that i would <laughs> i'd have had to take a wild guess i i don't think i'd have got the letters correct seven how many grapes does victor claymore to have been before they left oh. for the holiday on <laughs> champagne you said 27 the correct answer is 24 oh <laughs> Question eight, what is the headline on the front page of the Psychic News newspaper, Mr. Sweeney Leinster Victor in Endgame? And you had said, uh, Horror Home on Wheels, Head South. Correct answer is, Hell Home on Wheels, Head South. And that's absolutely, I'm going to give you that because um, it's basically the same thing. So, well Thank done. Thank you. Yeah, question nine, uh, what was the time of Margaret's death, which was when Victor had dreamt of her in Endgame? You gave the answer 10.27. I panicked. <laughs> that, that's the time I always quote and get it wrong. It's ten thirty-seven. Yeah. <laughs> it must. It must be a thing about those numbers that just st- sticks in our mind because I always mm. say ten twenty-seven. Um, but yeah, bad luck. Final question: How many bathrooms are in the big house in Hearts of Darkness? I think you overestimated the size of the house. <laughs> eight. Um, there are three. The old chap. Uh... The old chap follows Victor into that bathroom and says, "We've got two more upstairs." Yeah. Plus, and I, want, I need to see a wider shot of the house and it's not like three or four story it's just two story yeah so therefore i had to t- trust that there are three bathrooms <laughs> so, th- those questions weren't as f- fun as yours two seconds it was difficult well done so that was so 10 questions one two three four five 50 percent pass rate oh they were difficult <laughs> and when you've got to think on the spot it's always harder isn't it i'm it sure if you were given this you know to do overnight you come back to me with 10 easily so um <laughs> you know without cheating of course yeah let's see how i do how, hey. um, yeah so question one uh what food item did victor throw out of the window in rearranging the dust you said a cream bun and it was a coconut meringue oh my gosh <laughs> and a <salt> by a <laughs> Assault yeah. by a coconut meringue. Did you yeah. know who was um, the solicitor trying to um, sue Victor on behalf of the member of the public? Do you know who was talking in that? It wasn't. Um, it wasn't oh. David Renwick, was it? Was it? They were, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he likes the cameo, doesn't he? Yeah. So yeah, I didn't get that one right. So right. One. So what type of chocolate was Victor offered in the man in the long black coat? And you said Mars bar, which was correct. I, 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 without thinking about it, I just went blank. I couldn't even remember the scene, but it's it just came to me. Such a weird, quick moment. He's just like, here, have a Mars bar. <laughs> can I tell you something? Do you want a Mars? No, can I ask you something? Do you want a Mars bar or something like that? Yeah, <laughs> have a Mars bar. Oh, it's funny. Um, Number three, what wedding gift does Margaret buy for Meg in Monday morning will be fine? And it was salad tongs. They're correct. Number four, what song does Victor sing as he rides around on the lawnmower in Starbound? It was Hey Mr. Tambourine Man. You got that right. Fab. What's that, three from four or four from five? Uh, Three out of four so far. Cool. Yeah. Um, Next one, complete the quote. Let's all go out for a nice day in the country. Start off on the A143 and end up on the set of, and you said, between Planet of the Apes and Gorillas in the Mist, but it was Apocalypse Now. Oh, of course it was. Yeah, because <laughs> it was misty, wasn't it? It was like a low-level yeah, mist. That's yeah, why I, I can see why you thought that. Yeah. Um, number six, name the actor who played a plumber in series one and then returned in series five to play the McKendrick brothers, and it was Christopher Ryan, you were right. Yeah. And then number seven, you could get multiple points for this. Um, yeah. So name the first episode of each series. Number one, you said Alive and Buried, that was correct. Yeah. Number two, in Luton Airport, no one can hear you scream, that was yeah. correct. Number three, you weren't sure, 
and it was the man in the long black coat is listed as being the first episode oh, even though it's a special okay so it would have been that but the regular series the first episode of that is monday morning will be fine oh, i think you yes, could have I had did, either I, yeah i it's only when you say it to me that yeah yeah but it, it doesn't count for anything when you actually ask on the spot yeah number four uh the pit and the pendulum okay um, yeah number five the man who blew away you got that right um, Six is one I knew the plot, but I couldn't remember. And it was similar to the exterminating angel. It was the executioner's He's song. Song, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Never remember that. Um, so number eight was complete the quote Finland that car couldn't, and it was get to Finchley. By the way, did I get a, the question before last? How many did I get a point for? Like, uh, like... yeah, you got three out of six for that one for the getting. Well, the... I feel I feel it's unfair on you because. Yours was a point per question, and I've automatically got three. Yeah. Okay. Oh, That's I don't mind. Right. Just, just give that as an overall um, wrong answer because. Oh no, it's fine. Not, not I'll, fair, I'll do it? it out of fifteen. <laughs> it's fine. Um, we'll go by percentage pass rate rather than uh, <laughs> units or points. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Um, What's the next question? Yeah, number eight. Complete the quote. Finland, that car couldn't, and it was get to Finchley. Finchley. Yeah. I'd, Quite a. Uh, classic line isn't it i cried the... laughing the first time i heard that I just, <laughs> it was just so funny the way he says it <laughs> that whole scene um uh, do you think is his, his i've spoken about this before but sort of like serves victor right for taking what three months to choose a replacement car that the insurance company offered to buy had he got that replacement car it wouldn't matter that they found the car eventually it's they, that insurance claim would have been completed but i can't help but feel he brought that one on himself but yeah yeah. yeah. Number nine, the name of Mrs. Warboy's pet cockatiel. It was Nicky. Nicky, yeah. Nicky with his poorly tummy. <laughs> uh, probably we should have done these quizzes at the start, so we haven't got like the chance to answer them by mistake. And then I edit the edit, so I put the quiz at the end. But uh, no, that's good. What what did I score then? Uh, oh, you got the last one right as well. Okay. Um, about the horrible, horrible pig's head on the wall oh, pig, from warm yeah. champagne. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you got. 10 out of 15, I believe. So what's that? Yeah. 67%, 66%? So yeah, something like that. <laughs> okay. Well, that was, a, that was a decent quiz. That's going to be hard to come up with a quiz each time I have a guest on, but I think that's part of the fun. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so many episodes, there's loads of questions to come up with. It's just think of them. Yeah, you could do like themed ones, I guess, as well on certain... Yeah. Yeah, like around animals or something, because there's loads you could do with that, I guess. <laughs> Have you got a Meldrew Moan? Um, yeah, I think I do, actually. Oh, I do not Will you look at this, bastards? Can you believe the nerve of this? I'll skin their ruddy heights for them. <laughs> okay, yeah. let's hear it. So, if you're out sort of in town or whatever, and you're walking behind people mm. if they're if it's a couple or like a few like a few three or four people and they yeah. decide to spread themselves across the whole pavement and take up all the room so there's no way you can squeeze past them that yes. gets on my nerves I, yeah I, I agree with that I was out today and um, the pavements went very wide so so I had to risk your life go out onto the road to overtake them. It's, I think it's also as frustrating that if you're walking at a decent pace, but someone's walking behind you quite close and they could just overtake. You've given them plenty of room, but they decide to stay behind you. That's, yeah. also, that's also unnerving. I'm not saying you're that type to be following people up close. Your, your <laughs> example was when they're taking up the whole, you know, pavement as an example. Yeah. That's actually, like I say to everyone, that's a valid moan. I think I don't get the impression you're the, the moaning type. You're very um, gentle and upbeat and positive. Oh, no, mixed I it, don't. Mixed it with a bit of worry. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, no, I do get easily annoyed by human beings. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we like from the grave. I was going to say, the, probably because uh, I, I grew up watching it, so <laughs> that's probably why. Mm. What episode are you going to watch next? If you to pluck one out of the air now. Um, probably would have to be one from Series 5, I think. I mm. think I feel maybe... Um, or maybe the affair of the hollow lady. That is the that is a yeah. good one. 
Margaret certainly underestimates Victor in that one, doesn't she? Because she doesn't think for a minute that Millicent would fancy him. Yeah. But she was so wrong, wasn't she? Yeah. That, that was, was a, a bit of a rocky one for Victor because he had to really explain himself, didn't he? Watching the football at her house and to us, the audience going up the stairs, like looking a bit shady. Yeah. Just there going to be sick. He didn't look like he was rushing up to be sick. He sort of, no. <laughs> sort of um, crept up, didn't he? Like he didn't want to make a noise. It's the music as well, like the CD, <laughs> CD yeah. music as he's like slinking up the stairs. Someone pointed out that in Millicent's bed, she's got like part of the duvet draped over, like someone's just got out of bed. Yeah, so that's the full us. But in reality, would she? Again, this is such a pointless kind of observation. But you probably wouldn't have the duvet draped over like someone's got out of bed if it's just you. Yeah. So no. yeah, doesn't matter, does it? But, <laughs> well, I, ho- I hope you've enjoyed your uh, first and not last appearance on the podcast. Thank you. Sure. I have. I hope it hasn't been too boring. <laughs> Your yeah. viewers I'm are going to dwindle podcasts. off. <laughs> no, it's good. I'll have you back on again. I'm sure I mean, if you'd like to to I'd go through to. maybe an episode deep dive. Yeah. Um, happily go through an episode of your choosing doesn't have to be an early series as such thank you very much for coming on to the podcast um you've been a delight and um yeah take good care thank you very much it was lovely to be on bye-bye bye